Welcome to the Catalyst of Development podcast, where our purpose is to help you find yours. And our vision is to communicate your potential so clearly that you're inspired to see it in yourself. This is podcast number two of a four-part series on 2020 goals. But before we dive into this week's discussion, let's go ahead and recap a little bit on last week between goal setting and strategy. We talked about both of those last week. Uh, We broke down goal setting uh, in regards to the Goldilocks rule and SMART principles. We then jumped into goal setting strategy and how important the strategy was for you to actually reach your goals. We talked about reverse engineering and breaking your goals down into the smallest, most minute details as possible to make them daily kind of achievable goals that will ultimately get you to your end goal. I then threw out some ideas for those that may be struggling, not even knowing where to begin, like not even knowing where to start. You know, I threw out some ideas on what areas you could potentially hit on. You know, we talked about personal, professional, relationships, finances, health, spiritual, all areas that you could establish goals under. Then we finished with everybody's favorite, the homework. The homework for last week was two parts. First, you were to go back and look at your overall five-year plan, and then also your 2020 plan. And you were supposed to see if they aligned to both the goal-setting principles as well as the goal-setting strategy that we discussed in the lesson. Then I asked you to think about your daily habits. What habits that you do on a day-in and day-out basis, whether good or bad, you know, are they pushing you towards your goal? or maybe even taking you further away from them. And I wanted you to jot down some of those daily habits because that's what we're gonna use today, which brings us to this week's discussion. Habits, more specifically, your daily habits. It's funny, when I, when I think about habits and daily habits and the importance of habits, I always think about a story I heard when I was younger. Um, and I'm in and out of it, you know, it's been so long since I heard the story, I actually had to, to pull it up on my iPad uh, to, re- to remember it. And as I'm reading it, I begin to laugh because I remember being told this story when I was young. And it was at that time that I understood the importance of habits. Uh, this story is about a wise man and a young boy walking through a garden. You know, there was a, a rich man one day that was trying to get his son to understand the importance of habits. You know, more importantly, how difficult bad habits are to overcome. He couldn't get through to his son, so he asked the old wise man to teach his son a lesson to see if he could get through to his son. The old wise man said, sure, bring him down to the garden next day. So that's what the rich man did. He he brought his son to the garden, and the wise man was standing there, and him and the young boy started to take a walk. And as they were walking through the garden, the wise man suddenly stopped and looked down at the boy and said, hey, you see that little tiny seedling down there? that little tiny one, the one that's only been growing for a couple days, go ahead and reach down and pull it out. So the young boy did. He bent down and simply plucked it right out of the ground with nothing more than just his index finger and his thumbs. Right out of the ground. Came out with ease. They continued to walk further and about another, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 steps in, the old wise man stopped again. He looked at the boy and then he looked down at a slightly bigger plant. This one may have been in the ground for a few weeks, maybe a month. He looked at the boy and he said, you know what? Go ahead and pull that one out of the ground. The little boy reached down, grabbed the plant with one hand, 
ripped it out, roots and all. Came out pretty easy. They continued their journey. And about 10 more steps in, the wise man stopped again. And he said, you know what? You see that bush over there? That, that bush that's been in the ground and growing for a few months now? Go ahead and reach down and pull that one out. To which the young boy started to look at him kind of puzzled. But he wanted to listen to the old wise man. So he reached down and actually had to grab the bush with both hands this time. And had to tug a little bit on it. But eventually the bush came out of the ground. They continued their journey. Finally, they came to a tree. A very young tree, one that's been in the ground for maybe a year, maybe two years, but the tree was deeply rooted in the ground. The old man once again looked at the young boy and said, I want you to go ahead and pull that one out. Puzzled, knowing how challenging this would be, the, the young boy looked at the wise old man until he felt confident enough to walk over there. The boy walked over and took his two hands and wrapped it around the tree, which they didn't even make it all the way around the trunk of the tree. And the young boy pulled and he pulled and he pulled with all his might. He started getting cuts in his hands and finally he just gave up. He couldn't do it. His hands were almost torn to the point where they were bleeding. And he looked at the wise old man. He said, it's impossible. I cannot get this thing out of the ground. To which the wise old man simply stated, so it is with bad habits, with age, and how long they've been planted, and how deep their roots are, the harder they are to get up. Some bad habits are so difficult to get up that you'll never get them by yourself, and you'll need some help. The same can be said for our habits. And it's funny, when I think about that story, I, I take a really hard look at my life and understand that some of the hardest habits I've had to break are the habits that I've had for a really long period of time. Some of the good habits that I've had for a really long period of time are also difficult to uproot. So good and good, bad and bad. It depends on what kind of habits you're trying to uproot. I think about that story often and it ties in perfectly to what we're going to discuss today and the importance of your daily habits. You got to remember that your success is a direct reflection of your daily habits. Now, there are hundreds of people that listen to this podcast which means that there are hundreds of goals and probably hundreds of habits that need to be talked about. It would take hours upon hours upon hours to discuss each and every single habit. We're not gonna do that. What we will do today is discuss tips. Tips on how to stick to your habits, how to make your habits easier for you. The first tip. Now for this tip, I want you to, I want you to imagine a, a garden hose. When, you, when the garden hose is straight, water flows through it easily. But when it's kinked, well, water slows down to a trickle, sometimes even stops. We'll call that kink friction. The first tip is all about friction. We have got to reduce friction, remove the kink from the hose, for the good habits that you want to establish. On the flip side, we have to increase friction. We have to put a kink in the hose for the bad habits that you have to stop. Reduce, make easy. Increase, make difficult. Let's look at an example. Healthy eating. If you wanna increase the friction for healthy eating, you wanna put a kink in that hose, you wanna make it more difficult for you to eat unhealthy, or maybe cheat on the diet that you want to stick to, 
how about we do something like remove and reduce snacks that are in your pantry, you know, or just junk food around the house in general. Make it difficult for you to cheat on your diet. Let's say with healthy eating, we wanted to decrease the friction. We wanted to make it easier for you to stick with this habit. Well, you could do something as simple as meal prep every week or meal prep the night before. Have your food ready to be made so you're not struggling to find something to eat and make a bad decision in a pinch. Another example would be going to the gym. We want to increase the friction. We want to make it difficult not to break the going to the gym habit. Let's say you have a bad habit of hitting the, the alarm, the snooze button. Well, you want to increase that friction? You want to make it hard to hit it? Put your alarm clock far away from your bed. Put your phone far away from your bed. Make it so that you got to get up and walk to turn it off. You know, decrease. Let's decrease the friction for this goal. Right? Let's make it easier. Lay your clothes out the night before. Make it easy on yourself. Get up, walk to your alarm, turn it off, boom, clothes are sitting right there. Put them on. Hardest part about going to the gym is getting to the parking lot. Increase and decrease. Tip number two, how to make your habits easy. Consistency. Habits need to be set up to be as consistent as possible. Same time, same place, etc. We already talked about the, the power of tiny goals. You remember reverse engineering from last discussion? This is all about repetition. Your habits should be small, achievable, specific, and most importantly, repeatable. This is where something like a habit tracker comes in handy. So I have a habit tracker. I'll pick it up real quick. I'll show the camera. For those watching on video, they can kind of see my habit tracker. For, for those listening on the audio, what I'll do is I'll, I'll take a picture of this and I'll post it to my social media uh, so you can see what I'm working with. But on here I have oh, maybe 20 or so habits that I have established that will help me get to my ultimate goal. I have these habits broken down daily, weekly, monthly, shoot even quarterly and annually. How many times I need to do them. And it's just as simple as putting an X on the ones that I complete and a dash on the ones that either it doesn't fall into that weekly goal or weekly habit or that I messed up on. But this allows me a visual representation to see how I'm doing, to see how I'm doing on my habits. And to be honest with you, it's almost like a, like a challenge and a competition with yourself. Like I love to see my daily goals, you know, with nothing but X's. You know, becomes a challenge like let's keep that streak going habit trackers are huge now you can go out and you can buy one of these or you can do what i did and i wanted to save money so i asked my beautiful loving wife to go ahead and make some up for me and print them out and i put them in my my calendar and that's how i track it right habit trackers small achievable specific repeatable. Um, we can throw some examples in on this one. Let's take a look at fitness. I, I love throwing the example of fitness out because I know a lot of people set that as their goal for the year. People will sit down and they'll sit down December 31st and they'll tell themselves, I'm going to go to the gym every single day this year. Nah. Here we are halfway through January. You miss a day, you feel like a complete failure, and then all of a sudden that entire thing goes out the window. You have got to understand, you don't get in shape by saying you're going to go to the gym every day. You get in shape by going to the gym today. Another one, you don't quit smoking by vowing to never pick up a cigarette again. You quit smoking by not picking up a cigarette 
today. This list could go on and on and on. Ask yourself, what can you do daily? What habit can you start daily that will get you closer to the goal? It's all about consistency and repetition. Remember, small, achievable, specific, and repeatable. Tip number three, how to make habits easy. Develop your environment. Make your environment conducive to reaching your goals. Visual cues are huge. I love visual cues. I'm talking post-it notes, phone reminders, shoot, who you follow on social media, habit trackers. These are visual cues that constantly remind me that I have a goal or a habit that I want to accomplish for that day. Example, we've already touched on laying your gym clothes out the night prior, right? Let's say one of your goals is to take your vitamins every day. How do you set up a visual cue to remember to take your vitamins? Well, you can set up phone reminders. You can put a post-it note on your, your bathroom mirror. Or you can simply just put your vitamin out on the counter the night prior and not hidden away in some cabinet. That way, when you go to your kitchen in the morning, boom, there it is sitting right there. And it's your visual cue to remind you to take it. Speaking of post-it notes, I, I have them all over my house. I have them on my bathroom mirrors, on my refrigerator, on the door when I exit every day. And they're, they're constant reminders. You know, this is repetition. This is, puts it in the subconscious mind of the goals that I've established and how important they are for me to stick to them. I'm asking you to just spend 15 to 20 minutes every night setting up for the next day. Setting yourself up for success, making your environment conducive to your goals. And I promise you, this 15 to 20 minutes every night will save you a lifetime of regret from not reaching your goals. And lastly, tip number four, how to make habits easy. You need to understand when you are most vulnerable. I like to call this one HALT because you need to stop. HALT, H A. L T. You are most vulnerable when you are hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. When you're hungry, stop and get something to eat. When you're angry, stop, calm down. When you're lonely, stop, call or text someone. And when you're tired, stop and get some rest. And please, if you remember anything, remember this. If you stumble or fail on your daily habit, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and move on. Remember that failure is a bruise. It is not a tattoo. So there are your four tips on how to make habits easier for you. Never underestimate the importance of daily habits. The most successful people in our world, the most successful people you know, all have maximized their daily habits. I love sports. Everybody that knows me knows I love sports. I grew up in a time of arguably the best basketball player to ever live. Good old MJ, Michael Jordan. Now this man, this man understood the importance of habits. He understood the importance of daily habits, so much so that he came up with his own 10 habits of success. Let's go ahead and quickly review those now. MJ would say, number one, trust the process. If you shortcut your goals, your goals will shortcut you. Number two, 
Master the fundamentals. Every single goal reach had a strong foundation. Number three, learn from others, mentors, parents, friends, you name it. You don't have enough time in your life to make every mistake on your own. You better start learning from others. Number four, practice every day. It's these little things that add up. Number five, don't let people get in your head. You need to tune out the naysayers, the negativity. You need to cut off toxic people from your life. Number six, know how to respond to failure. It is going to happen. It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. When it comes to failure, one of two things can happen. It'll either make you bitter or make you better. Number seven, excellence speaks for itself. Stay humble, stay grounded. Number eight, expect your shots to go in. Believe in yourself, have confidence in yourself, especially when no one else does. Number nine, when it's time to change, change. Look, there are going to be times when you have to adjust. Your goals may even shift. Always remain flexible. And finally, number 10, embrace the present. I want you to learn from the past, look forward to the future, but live in the now. Your goals are a destination. If you don't pay attention and enjoy the journey, you're missing the best part. Michael Jordan knew the importance of daily habits. When you need to, go back and listen to these 10 habits of success again. And now comes time for the part that everybody looks forward to with these podcasts. It's homework time. You're going to love me though. This week, you only have one thing to do. I want you to go back and review the daily habits you wrote down last week. And I need you to ask yourself the following questions. Number one. How do I reduce the friction for good habits and increase the friction for the bad ones? Remember the garden hose. Number two, how can I be consistent with my habits? How do I establish the repetition? Number three, how can I better develop my environment? What visual cues will help me most? And lastly, number four, what is my game plan for when I'm most vulnerable? How will I halt? You're going to need all these because next week what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at these answers and discuss how over time, how these little daily habits that you've been establishing will result in massive improvements in your life. Next week, we're going to discuss the compound effect. As always, thank you for spending time with me today and allowing me to invest in your development. Until next time, continue unlocking the code to reach your fullest potential. Be a catalyst of development for yourself, but more importantly, for all those around you. Take care.